Good afternoon. Good evening. I don't know what, what it is, but we are here with another episode of the Weekly Review with Vinny and Sharifa. I don't know what we're going to talk about this week, but I know this week has been very interesting for me. So I'm one of your co-hosts, Sharifa Hardy, and the gentleman is... Hello, Vinny. Hey, Vinny. You look pretty casual today. Yes. Yeah, so uh, once a year, so Keller Williams, right? Once a year does this thing called Red Day where they give back to the communities that they live in. So today is that day. And uh, today we did a food drive to help out uh, people in our community and give back to if people need it. So why are you so casual? Oh, it's Red Day. Is that the Red Day Red Dot? No? <laughs> no. About a red dot. Oh, the Red Dot thing was something else. So I did this uh, on some of our social media stuff. Mm-hmm. where we were asking, what do you like better, this house or the next? And I put a red dot in the middle, and I wrote mm-hmm. on there, what do you like better? And people were giving me a lot of, uh, a lot of slack because they were mm-hmm. saying that red dot's covering up both. So how would I even know? <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about that, but I don't want to undermine your hard work. But I just want to say this. You know, and I don't mean to be rude, Danny. That's just sometimes how I come across. But you look pretty clean for someone who's worked all day trying to help the community. Well, you know, let me tell you this. You Did you, were you the supervisor? You were the supervisor. No, no. Well, so you know what? I was getting to the nitty gritty, but, you know, I respect you so much. And mm-hmm. I respect people watching so much that I was like, you know what? I need to take time to clean myself up before I get on the show. Because mm-hmm. when you feel offended mm-hmm. or, you know, not important, mm-hmm. it, I just came all dirty and all messy. Mm-hmm. No, because, you know, sometimes when you want to appear as if you worked hard and you helped the community and you gave back and you did good, like people will put on extra dirt, you know, and make it look like just sweaty, do their hair like this, just just to make it like they've given back. You're just, every hair is in place. The the thing you said right there is tried, tried to. Right. I feel that I'm a real person and I'm going to be real with the people out there. I'm not going to do anything fake here. Everything's real, comes from the heart. That's right. That's right. That's what we do here. So everyone who's tuning in this week, you know how we do it. If you have questions, if you have comments, please ask them in the comment section. Please go ahead and share this video today because we have a lot of fun, but we do educate and we share a lot of information. Hey, to Val. Hey, Tammy. Hey, Tyler. Uh, See, Val's telling them. Val said you were in the bathroom getting all pretty. That's what Val said. You know, know, Val always just... She likes to fit the truth, and <laughs> she just thinks because I, I I take care of myself and take care of my looks that I'm mm-hmm. always trying to get pretty. But reality is it was a clean wash and fairly mm-hmm. simple, fairly easy. Okay, but let's go back to the people. Tell I mean, because this is an important thing. We're making light of it. We're talking about you. But tell us, go back a little bit. Step back a little bit, please, Vinny. I want to see the shirt again because it has a lot of information I couldn't read real quick. Yeah, Red Day. I mean, energize, donate, renew. Keller Williams, San Diego. Give where you live. Okay. So, what did where did what did you give? I gave my my time, mm-hmm. gave my effort, I gave my love. Mm-hmm. Is that enough, Sharif, Shiva, or do you need more of me? No, it's enough. But I'm trying to get to specifics. Giving love just kind of sounds general. Did you sweep? What did, what did you do? Like. Which part did you actually do? So we went door to door, asking people for their um, canned goods. Okay. Um, we mm-hmm. the up from there. We came back to our office and we started sorting it out mm-hmm. in different containers. <coughs> and then uh, tomorrow we're going to give it to the shelter. Uh, see, I mean, that's wonderful. That's wonderful to be able to give to the community and to help people who don't have as much. How was the response today? Oh, it was really good. Um, maybe we should ask by uh, uh, Val what she had, <laughs> the response was. Oh, wait, sorry, my bad. She wasn't here. Val wasn't here? Mm. Where was Val? I think she was, she was relaxing. She didn't want to give back to the community. No, we won't say that because that's that's not positive. You know what I mean? We all have to give back in some form or fashion. The community uh, is giving. I know. I was just trying to see if she was going to give us a res- response. And so while we're waiting on that, we have Chris 
Grasty, who just joins us, Sherabanu, PJ, Roosevelt, Clyde. Thank you all for joining us. This is the weekly review where my cousin Vinny and I review our week and what's going on. So I have some things that I want to discuss, but as always, Vinny, tell me about your week. All right. So, um, well, today I did an uh, interview with uh, someone that had a side hustle. Mm-hmm. So they were in the IT. They had a side hustle uh, for Beachbody mm-hmm. and started building that up. And then once I got to the point where they can actually uh, allow two individuals to live off that, that income, mm-hmm. they, she quit her job and uh, went fully into Beachbody. And now she just started a podcast mm-hmm. and we'll be doing motivational speaking. Oh, wow. so that was uh that was pretty powerful she just she put a game plan together and she said that the the more she helped people the more uh it gave her that that fight to keep going every time she thought that maybe this wasn't uh she wasn't good enough mm-hmm. and then let's see besides that okay but before her let's go back to the beach body when is this episode air <laughs> oh this episode is um right two weeks out okay last tuesday my last episode that just came out was actually Ashley Tipton, that one that uh, the Project Runway winner, season fourteen. Right. So that was a that was a good one for anyone listening right now. Road to Growth, mm-hmm. Spotify, iTunes, um, Google Play, anything where podcasts are heard. Uh, mm-hmm. Besides that, we did a lot of uh, prospecting mm-hmm. um, for the real estate stuff. So besides that, not a lot of uh, podcasts since we last mm-hmm. spoke. But a lot of real estate items. And we can get. Oh, actually, you know what? There was one on Friday. It was actually okay. um, his name's Jeff uh, Fenster. It's probably not. It's, well, it's not up your area, I don't think yet. It's this company called Everbull, mm-hmm. and they've been in the business for <clears throat> by the end of the year, I think it'd be three years. And they, they plan to have forty-five stores in place in that time. And they do uh, acai bowls and stuff like that. Healthy living. I love acai bowls. Yeah, so Everbull. So that was a really impressive guy. Like he, he has even with everything he's able to accomplish with forty-five stores, mm-hmm. he has no ego at all. And he goes, "You put good people around you, <clears throat> hold your ego in check, and if someone has a good idea, allow them opportunity to, to take control." Okay, so this is someone you had as a guest on your podcast. Yep. Okay, but this is a the an episode that has not aired yet. No, this one will probably air, it'll air next week. Okay, is that the one, I saw the picture of you sitting with a gentleman and you yes. posted that. Okay, yes. so that's that one. And that, he has 46 stores? He will have 45 stores in place by the end of this year. They have is right he now, single? 28. Huh? Is he single? <laughs> no, he has a, uh, he has a, uh, I think a wife. I'm not sure if he has a wife, but yeah. He's, okay, he's well guy. see, Benny, when you do your show, the ones that have a certain net worth, you got to kind of somehow figure out their, you know, eligibility. I'm just go, hey, you know, I have the perfect person for you. That's right. That's right. That's right. Sharifa Hardy as Sharifa. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about your week. Okay. I had this moment, Vinny, and it's the weirdest thing where in this moment, I said, what would Vinny say? And it was crazy because I did an interview and the yesterday the person is a podcaster. He's a podcast host and he was talking about interviewing all of these celebrities and he interviewed Gene Simmons. He interviewed Dionne Warwick. He interviewed Terry Crews. And so then he asked, can we discuss things that are negative on your show? And I'm like, sure. You know, we just have a conversation. And so he was telling me about this experience where he tried to get Ashanti to be a guest on his show and her manager basically gave him a hard time or gave him pushback and kind of approached it at a, as if, who are you, you know? And so he was sharing this experience and I was like, oh my God, what to say? Because the last thing that I want to do is have problems with Ashanti or Ashanti's camp because I'm having this discussion on my show. This wasn't his show. This was my show. So I was just like, okay. I was like, I love Ashanti. You know, Ashanti is is wonderful. She's great. I would love to have her as a guest on my show. And and then I just kind of continued with the conversation, but I was just like, hmm, 
that was, I wonder how you would handle a situation like that. Uh, so if you had said, okay, <clears throat> so uh, I had a negative experience because he was asking who I was. And I'd be, I'd be like to, to that person, or I, well, she's telling you a story. I go, so what would you say, what did he say next? I mean, I would ask him, like, let's say you're the person, right? So mm -hmm. I'd be like, so what did you say next after he said who you are? Mm -hmm. he didn't he they didn't wind up doing the interview she didn't know who who um he was and the interview went really well i mean it went really well he named some of the celebrities that he had interviewed so so i, I would ask my go you know what let me ask you a question you mm -hmm. interviewed so many people so many mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. right and one person maybe two but one person you're telling right gave you a lot of attitude mm -hmm. right so Maybe you caught her at a bad time. Maybe you caught her at a bad moment. You know, I, I I've never met Ashanti. I don't. I have no clue. I have no history of Ashanti. But my mm -hmm. guess is you possibly met her at a bad moment. Mm -hmm. and the reality is, is she might have gave you a favor. Could probably gave you a little a little extra fire to get that next person right. Right. Th that's true. If she would have decided to be a guest on his show, and I don't know if it was her decision or her camp's decision, but she never did the interview. But no, even 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 if even if she didn't want to be on the show, right? Like even if she didn't want to be the show, there's a sense of us all that want to prove people wrong. Mm -hmm. So if he if the guy asks you, you mean who are you? Mm -hmm. Go, you know, I'm a podcaster. And even I, but if he's gonna just outright reject you, doesn't that give you a little extra fire? Go, I'm gonna show who I am. Because I'm going to mm -hmm. get something better than Ashanti on my show. I'm going to yeah. get something stronger than Ashanti on my show. And they're going to want to come to me down the road and actually ask me to be on the show. Yeah, it was a great interview. I mean, he was a great guy. Great. He had a great persona, let's say. You know, he, he was one of those people that I felt really talked the talk. And what he <laughs> said about Ashanti is, you know, Ashanti hasn't done anything in about 15 or 16 years. You know, and so I'm sitting there in this interview going, okay, how do we spin this? How do we turn this around so it's not, you know, because I told him, I said, I don't talk about the tea, you know, or the gossip or the news or anything like that. My focus is business. My focus is entrepreneurs. My focus is on helping, you know, people who want exposure. And so I just kind of took that. And then at the end of the um, interview, of his interview, we started discussing other things. And one of the things that he said, some of the people that he's run across like maybe he goes to these press meetings where people send him to write stories about um, a convention center or event or different things like that. And writers go along with influencers. And so some of the influencers, he said, like somebody will say, oh, I have two million followers. And so he noticed that when a, the first thing a person mentions is the number of followers they have, that he knows that that's a lie, like absolutely untrue. And so he asked me my thought on that. And I said, you know, and, it, and I think this is the first time that I've really ever done it. I usually give a yes, a no. I'm very opinionated. And I told him, I said, you know, I really have to think about that because that's not something that I've really considered. I, I'll mull that one over and I just went on to something else. But what was so interesting to me about it is when he was talking about his experience and his names and the people that he interviewed, and he had interviewed quite a few people in which he said that he had um, followed them. You know, he, he had, if, if he wanted to get someone, he would go to their agent. If the agent said no, he would go to the manager. If the manager said no, he would go to the PR person. Like he would go and contact people around them until he finally got an interview. So he interviewed quite a few people, but when I went to his social media following, Vinny, my cousin Vinny, I was surprised. I, I felt, you know, that he would have this huge social media following. And I, but I was surprised that he did not. Well, it, it's funny. Um, so I listen to a lot of like podcasts and different motivational people. So mm -hmm. Gary Vee, you know, Gary Vee is? I do not. Okay. So he's, uh, I don't know, I guess he's a motivation speaker, a mindset person, whatever. But one thing he talks about, about social media, he's like, <clears throat> he, he goes, people tell me, oh, I have this many followers, I have two million followers, I have a million followers. He goes, reality, it doesn't matter how many followers you have, it's a matter what you're getting out of those followers. I bet anyone out there listening right now, <clears throat> if they had, you know, five dedicated clients, dedicated followers that you can get business out of and make a good living out of those five, you'd be mm -hmm. happy. 
But if you get if you have two million followers, but you're not getting anything out of those two million followers, what are they really worth? But I think it's impossible, Vinny. I, see, that's where I understand when people say that. But I believe it's impossible to have two million followers, two million real followers, and not get anything out of it. Well, let me ask you. Let me let me ask you a question. So you have okay, you have two million followers, right? And everyone's following you, right? Because you're every every picture you're, you're posting is you in uh, basically a bra. Mm-hmm. Right, and guys are just following that picture because they're just like, "Oh my gosh, she is. She's so attractive. She has a bra on." Okay, oh my gosh, and then you're building the follower base based off of that. Mm-hmm. Right now, you're trying to sell those people, let's say, uh, life care, mm-hmm. or basically a, a home purchase, whatever, <clears throat> whatever it might be. Right now, how many people that are looking at you are looking at you as the idea of of a life care person or uh, a lender. They're not looking at you like that, right? They're looking at you as basically a, some kind of sex object, mm-hmm. right? So there might be people that are going to reach out to you, yet are they really reaching out to you to actually use your product, or are they just reaching out to you to basically, with the hope that they might get something of that on that that sexual idea, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, that there, there, there might be stuff that comes to the crack just because, you know, it happens, mm-hmm. yet majority and majority and majority of those people are looking at you in one light and they're probably not going to have understanding or a thought that you're, you're going to be educated for their, their family or educated for their home purchase, whatever it might be. Does that make sense? It makes sense. And I'm so glad we're having this conversation because everything you said from a theoretical point of view makes sense. However, it, I, I would find it very difficult for someone to get two to gain two million followers just simply by wearing a bra. Like, oh, man. Go, go, you need to go on online. That happens all the time. I don't see anyone who just wears a bra and gets two million followers. That person has to have some type of talent, some type of creativity. Oh, yeah, in order there's to some two, very attractive women out there. They have two million followers and they all they do is wear a bra. I've seen, I've seen up to, I've seen, maybe, maybe not too many, I've seen up to half a million. Okay, so, and all they do is wear a bra. They just wear, like, a very, wear attractive, uh, like, attractive outfits and just sexy poses. Okay, I, I mean, but I think that if, okay, let me give you an example. <coughs> Someone like Cardi B, right? Cardi B did not get, get her, she got her start on Instagram. But she got her start by showing her personality. Now, she may have shown her personality in very skimpy clothing, but she still has talent and she still has personality. And I also think that if you're just wearing a bra, you're not going to just wear a bra and then say, oh, well, let me sell you real estate. Because nobody is going to want to buy real estate or home care or living, whatever, just because somebody puts on a bra. From what I can tell with people like that, what they do is they build a following base on there and then people um, pay them for shout outs. So they get mm-hmm. a shout out, it's not actually a, a product themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's how they're making their, their money. They're not making it, as an influencer, you're not making your money off a product that you're actually doing on a daily basis. You're making a, a, a sale off of selling someone else's product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cardi B was a stripper who went to Instagram and built and went from Instagram onto television and from television there. So she definitely was a stripper. Okay, but I think the, I think somewhere somewhere along the way the moral of the story got lost. So the people who are making their money off of shout outs, people are paying them shout out for a reason. A person I, I haven't seen anyone who just puts on a bra and then the world comes to them. It's not really that easy. You still have to have different attractive outfits. You have to have different bras. You have to be able to pose and model in a sexy way. I mean. That's a talent. It's a gift. The post, the way they work, the way they write, and they do it for a extended period of time. So to be able to do that, then you're not going to be like, oh, let me try to sell you bail bonds, you know, or anything like that. There, there, <clears throat> there's stuff all the time. I mean, uh, like, you know, I see, you know, I mean, people all the time that that try to do wild stuff like that. I'm just saying that mm-hmm. it's, you know, I, I can't. I'm not a uh, a social media expert at, at any, but I mean, stretch of the imagination yet. Okay, so I think we're getting lost here. So let, let me go back to the original point. So do you believe that if someone had 2 million followers and they 
try to monetize them because one of the things that you said is that they're getting paid for the shout outs. So if they're getting paid for shout outs, then they are absolutely monetizing. I, I think, I think if, they have, if they have too many followers, if they have too many followers, you know, there's probably the ability if they're actual true followers, not basically bot followers, there's going to be a, a, a ability to, to make money off it. Mm -hmm. know How to make money off it. You know, yeah. if you have that following base and you, and you know, ideally if they're, if they're true followers, mm -hmm. then there's, you, you're probably smart enough to figure out how to monetize right. it. Yet you right. can't, you can't assume anything in this, in this day and age. No, you definitely can't assume, but I, I would be hard pressed to find someone who has 2 million followers that has absolutely no idea well, how to make look, money. Look at, what, what did they do? Didn't they do for Twitter just like a year, year ago where people were having like, an exorbitant amount of followers, and then they found out that you know sixty percent of those were bots. I'm not on Twitter, which is one of the reasons why I'm on Twitter. <laughs> I think no, I was on Twitter. I, I had a lot of followers when I was on Twitter, but I did. I found most of them were bots. Most of them weren't real. Most of them were fake. And so, so I said, you know, I, "Do we know that's not the same case with Instagram?" So people that have followers on Instagram, if they have two million followers, mm -hmm. how many bots are there? Like I get bots requests mm -hmm. all the time. It got quiet. I think well, that was I'm that. I'm just saying, I, got, I, got bot, I, I get bot requests all the time, so I'm assuming, I mean, I have no clue to what extent bots are part of the fabric of Instagram. Yeah, mm -hmm. I just know that a couple years back, they were a big, big part of twi Twitter. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, Twitter's the worst. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it's, I think it's hard to assume, put everyone in a, in a bubble. I would say the majority of people that probably can build a, a following base up to that, that extreme level probably are educated enough to find a way to monetize it yet that's not always the case there's going to be outliers in in every scenario mm -hmm. and you would think that would that would always be the case but i mean there's gonna be outliers in those kind of scenarios mm -hmm. no i mean there's always the exception to the rule although I, my initial point was that if you have millions of followers i'm pretty sure there's if and they're real there's some way to monetize those followers yeah. because i i mean you have a following, you don't have millions, but you have a following and your, your following responds to you in some form or fashion that you're yeah. able to monetize, whether that monetization is to your real estate or you know they're watching your podcast, which allows you to get paid through your sponsors. But if you have a real engaged following that you build over time, you should be able to monetize it in some form or fashion. That's the whole point of having a following. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, that's, that's, that's the idea. You build a following base up, you give them, um, you give them, you enlighten them, you give them information, mm -hmm. you, you make their daily routine a little better, make their life a little better, I would think, mm -hmm. with the hope that, you know, that it could be a reciprocal relationship. Right. So that was the experience that I had on this show, this interview yesterday. It was, it was, um, so we have Crystal Johnson, who's here, Val, as always, is, is here um, commenting sex sales Val says Crystal Johnson says it's off of brands the followers would like from the content so that's a good comment so yes it's a lot of ways but I was so surprised by this interview it just was um, I had to handle it delicately very delicately and that was one of the very few times I've handled the interview delicately well I would almost wonder too, like even if you said something uh, negative about her, <clears throat> would it be the end of the world? Because there's gonna be other people that don't like her. They're gonna say, "Well, you know what? You know, maybe I want to talk to Sharifa because she's just keeping it real." No, I agree. You know, but I think for me, it's it comes down to if I don't like her, or if you know what my thoughts are, or if I would have saw a problem. Because his whole thing was her management team gave him pushback as far as who are you. You know, and so when I looked and I looked at all of his social media, I wasn't surprised that her camp came back with the who are you? You know, people come back to me all the time and, and ask, oh, well, who are you? I've done thousands of interviews. I've interviewed top celebrities. I, most of my friends are celebrities, you know, but I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, someone's camp vows camp Valpina, <laughs> you know she comes back and like who are you why do you want to have us on the show what, what's can you give us some uh can you drop some do some name dropping of course i always do name dropping 
I mean, have you ever heard of Patti LaBelle? Yes. Okay. Have you, different people, have you heard of, um, I interviewed Daphne Maxwell-Reed? Yeah, you're going to Google it. See, Vinny always has his Google up during the show um, just to fact find and fact check. You may not know who Daphne Maxwell Reed was, but she was the first mom on the, or the second mom. She was one of the moms on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. She was only season one, right? Maybe. I think she, no, I think, wasn't she the last one? Because I think everybody got tired of the other mom's attitude. But that was a situation, even when I interviewed Daphne Maxwell Reed, I had a conversation and we, and where, you know, some people may have considered some of the content, the comments I made negative. But I told her, I said, you know what, you were my favorite and You, you were. She's like, oh, thank you. But she was really polite. She was really politically correct. Neither one of us said anything negative about the other lady who played Aunt Viv, but she was my favorite. She was just, you know, she just had a different vibe, a different energy. And she always keeps it professional on screen, off screen. Wasn't today um, a 25th anniversary of the day that it went off the air or, yeah, wasn't the date for Fresh Fresh Bel Air? I don't know. Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, I think it was something, something important happened today. I saw it on my, my feed, 25, 25 years. 20, has it been off the air that long? I think it was something like that. 25 years it's been, it's been off where it was, a uh, yeah, aired 25 years ago. Uh, the the saddest oh no the saddest fresh prince of Bel Air scene aired twenty five years ago today I think that was the one where his uh do you remember it is the the saddest one or I think it's the one where his dad his uh Will Smith's dad leaves or something like that oh, okay I, I remember different ones I, I'm not specifically sure which episode that was that was yeah seen ago how come you didn't want me man yeah where his dad is like yes. Yes, and his dad was played by, I can't remember his name, but I remember who, what he looks like. Yeah, you, well, you remember the dad? The dad, man, I, this is going to go really far back. His dad was a, an actor in this um, this one like cartoon thing where he was like, they dress up as animals. I don't know if you mm -hmm. know that one. But it was just, yeah. So, but yeah, his. Uh, that was my show. Okay, so huh? I have a question for you, Vinny. We're going to change the subject completely. Who is the best realtor out there? In San Diego? Yes. What are they looking to do? No, who who do you know that's the best realtor out there? Are you are you trying are you trying to tell me? It's trying to for me to say that that I, my my team is the best realtor out there. That's just asking the question, baby. I'm you know what? I think there's a lot of and this can be very political. I think there's a lot of great realtors out there. I think <laughs> it matters on what you're looking to do. I like Val. Where you're looking to get? I would have just said Val. You know. That's all. You know. I think I think Val is fantastic at what she does, and she's, but she's not one of the best. Is that what you're saying, Vinny? She's the she's a great realtor for a lot of a lot of lucky people. So politically correct. <laughs> well, I think she's a great realtor for a lot of lucky people, and people would be lucky to work with her. Mm -hmm. And I feel that there's other people that offer other tools mm -hmm. that might be a a better fit for other people. What are those other tools? Let's say. If a, a person speaks Mandarin, Val can learn ma Mandarin. She doesn't speak Mandarin now. But she can learn it. Tagalog? She doesn't speak it. She can learn that too. She can, but that doesn't mean that she's she's the best at speaking that language at this current time. But she can learn it. She can. She can learn it, and we're always learning every single day. So Wrong. it's a matter of you ask me who is the best realtor, and maybe I assume that you meant at this moment. If mm -hmm. we're talking about 15, 20 years down the road. When she yeah. learns Tagalog, when she learns Mandarin, right. learns all these other languages, hey, the sky's the limit. <laughs> okay, okay. We're we going to go with that. We're going we gonna to take that. I was just trying to help a sister out. That's my sister. So, you know, she said that's sad. She on your team, you know what I mean? 15 years. You need to stay two years or three years. It's going to take her 20 years to learn a different language. Then, okay, you know what? I'm not even going to discuss that because, you know, I already have to come down there and do my little rap session in the office. And, you know, so it's too much, too much. I'm going to go on with my week. How's that? All right, tell me, tell me about your week. Okay, I had to tell you this other thing that happened. Okay. Do you know, Vinny, that I do five shows a week? 
Five shows a week? I do five shows a week. That's just five different shows. That doesn't include for my Asher video cast. I may do interviews multiple times. Five shows now? Yes. I have Ask Sharifa Podcast, which is Monday mornings at 8 a.m. Okay. Then I have Ask Sharifa Videocast, which is Monday through Friday, noon to 6 p.m. Okay. And then I have uh, Monday mornings with Lucinda and Sharifa. Okay. And we actually renamed it. It's now called LNS Live. That's what we're going to call it. LNS. And so LNS Live. And so I'm working on that website. That's why I'm tired because I've been finishing that, work, that website today. But it's LNS Live. Dot com. So that's the show we do Monday mornings at 10 a.m. And then Lucinda and I do another show um, called on Fridays at 8 p.m. called It Could Have Been Called Shoes. Shoes? Yes. So that's Lucinda. Uh, that's, that's not a show I'm going to be watching. I'm sorry. Myself, Manny, and Eddie. And the reason... Wait, Manny and Eddie, they're about shoes too? Yeah, it's called, it could have been called shoes. It could have been called shoes. So we just call it shoes. And the reason is Lucinda is a big Beatles fan. And when you watch the Beatles, there's an interview where they do. And they're like, how did you come up with the, the name, the Beatles? And it's like, oh, it didn't matter. We were just looking through names. It could have been called anything. It could have been called shoes. And oh. so we just took that whole, you know, we talk about so many different things. doesn't really matter what the name is. It could have been called shoes. So that's the show that we do. And then of course, Weekly review with Vinny and Sharifa. So I guess I guess I'm gonna say. So I was just looking right now. Mm -hmm. I need twelve more downloads. Twelve more downloads to get to a thousand. For Road to Growth. Yeah. Okay. So how do we download Road to Growth? Road to Growth. You can go to uh, iTunes. You can go to uh, uh, Spotify. You can go to all the different platforms. Okay. So how did you determine that you need twelve? 12, what happens at 12? You, you get $100? No, no, it's just I can see my stats. I keep stats. I know, but what does 12 more give you? I mean, why not 13? Because 12, it's at, it's at 988. I know. Okay, that answered the question. So, oh, okay. I can do that. Can 988, do so you want to reach 1,000 is what you're saying. Okay, see, we got to have a goal. Let me help you, Vinny. You give people a goal. Help me get to 1,000. We want to get to 1,000. That's better than just, I need 12 downloads. We need the motivation. We need the magic. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. Val says she's going to give you $5 when you get to 1,000. Oh, so, what? Nice. Yes, Val is coming out of pocket. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to ask all the people. We're going to type it in, and, and you, you can put the link because you have all the links. You usually post the link. You haven't posted it today. So all the people who are watching this live, all the people who are watching this in the archives, we need you to go ahead and share this link, have some more downloads, because we want to help Road to Growth get to 1,000 downloads. How long did it take you to get to 988 downloads? Uh, three months. Okay. That's how I started three months ago. Okay. Now, for people who are listening who may be interested in their own podcast, do you have any recommendations or advice on how to get people to listen and download? What do you typically do? Um, so I've been, uh, so I do off of Instagram. I've got a decent, I mean, starting building following off of Instagram and like giving like snippets of it. Um, and it's really word of mouth. Like there's stuff like, it's just me talking to people and kind of building that up. Uh, so it really hasn't been like a, a full full court press yet. Mm-hmm. It's just being, I think, vocal about it. So is your Instagram all bots? I, I try to keep it most of them bots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, as many bots as possible, I think. Just to get the numbers up? Do the bots download? The bo- yeah, you can train the bots to download. Oh, wow. You should write a book on that. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could train the bots to download again. Oh, wow, my gosh, look how much Val has been writing. I know, I've been talking about it. We've been having our own little meeting up here. Okay. So, and I like her too, sex sells. Okay, go on, go on. Yeah. We're at Vinny, and we post the link. Vinny posted the link, so you definitely want to go ahead and share the link for Road to Grow. So, Vinny. Gives shout-outs to Brandon Shoes, Jewelry Brand. This is what you do after the show, Vinny. You read in the comments. Yeah, they're throwing it out there by Cardi B. All these women know about strippers, huh? I didn't know that. 
No, because I was making a comment about how Cardi B got started on Instagram. So she was saying that she got started as a stripper, but her fame started on Instagram. So as a stripper, she started posting all these different videos and her rapping and her laughing and her making all these sounds. And she built this Instagram following. And so Cardi B went from Instagram to television. And I'm sure Val or somebody over here, because I forgot um, the name of the show that that, um, Cardi B went to. And from then, her career just took off. But it was her personality, you know, even as a stripper. A stripper only has one little, you know, show or club that they strip at for the most part. They don't become, you know, a household name worldwide. But when she took her personality to Instagram, she became infamous. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna uh, ask you. Are you ready for this? No, I'm scared. All right, all right. So I, I found a website that says... 25 porn stars that became actors. Okay. Now I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you three, I'm going to give you three names. Okay. You're going to, you're going to tell me which one started out as a porn star. Okay. Ready for this? I'm ready. All right. So Jim Carrey, Mm -hmm. David Duchovny, Mm -hmm. Adam Sandler. David Duchovny. All right. Good one. Let's see. Let's see another person. (laughs) <laughs> I know my porn stars. <laughs> oh gosh. Get another name on here fast. Let me see. Number two. I'll try to get another one for you. I don't know who that person is. Yeah, I do remember something about David Coveney. Oh. Oh, but you wanna know for his name. Oh, but he turned into one. Dustin Diamond's a porn star now, huh? Yes, he is. Yes. Wow. I mean, when you, you have to pay the bills, you have to pay the bills. And certain people, they get a name and a brand and a reputation. And so they, you know, they can monetize it. Okay. Ready for this one? Yes. All right. Uh, Tom Cruise, Jackie Chan, Sylvester Stallone. I want to say Sylvester Stallone. It was a trick question. Jackie Chan and Sylvester Stallone. Okay, how are you going to do trick questions? I can't think of someone else. That's crazy. Both I can't believe Jackie Chan, too. And Cameron Diaz? What? Mm -hmm. Yes, folks. The Mary is, of course, she struck a big with you. Wow. Yes. Okay, so the whole point is you can start anywhere and, you know, wind up anywhere. That's the beauty of America. Yeah, it's not where we start. It's where you finish, right? Yes, and that's why I love being an American. I love being born in America. It's one of the few places where you can be born rich and die poor, be born poor and die rich. It's all up to you. It's that dash that's on your tombstone. It's everything that you do with your life, and you can be anything. Well, one of the one of the things, like I was listening to um, another person speak, and he was talking about it that it's being being born being born in America, right? Being born in America and growing up in America is um, is a negative and a positive, mm-hmm. right? So the positive is you have that ability to be anything you want to be, and you can mm-hmm. you have to find that hustle, right? But being someone from a like a impoverished area, and then coming to America, you're you're starting out probably a little farther down, but you have that drive, you have that effort, you have that want, and that's probably one of the bigger reasons why fifty percent of all second generation businesses fail, mm-hmm. because you lose that want, you lose that drive. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it's, I think America as a whole is, is, has the opportunity for anyone to, to make it. It's just a matter mm-hmm. if you have that drive, you have that want to be better. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I, I think that's true, but I also think as second generations, we have quote unquote more to lose. You know, our focus is, you know, we're not on the streets. We're, we're not, you know, everything we have in our backpack. So we've already established ourselves. So we're not, they're not necessarily going to risk everything to be successful. That's what I think. Yeah. We're kind of okay. You know what I mean? Like we're okay being a school teacher. We're okay being a, a I mean, I mean the, you can fail in the U S and still have a decent life. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, what, like there's a lot of countries you can't do that in. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I, I, I'm, We'll be here to the day I die. <laughs> okay, I'm not moving anywhere. Would you ever move out outside the U.S.? No. No? I don't even like traveling outside of the U.S. I'm wow. so bougie. You, wow. you, you why, do you, why, do you, why do you hate everyone else? 
See, Vinny, that's where how rumors get started. I didn't say that I hate everyone else at all. But you I'm, insinuated it, right? I didn't insinuate it either. It doesn't have anything to do with hating those people. It's that I, I need certain comforts of home. I'm a very picky eater. I have a very delicate palate. I don't eat everything. I don't, you know, it's so many. They have McDonald's in most countries now. I don't eat McDonald's. Like, no, I like food. You know what, Vinny? We're going to take some questions from the audience, from the comment section. We're going to find some people who have some questions because Vinny over here trying to, you know, start a tabloid room. You know what? I, I think there's some great countries out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's some. I need to visit is my whole point. Like, I would go visit them. I, w- I want to visit. So, my mom just went to Dubai. Oh, I've always wanted to go to Dubai. I want to buy a one way ticket to Dubai and find me like a prince, you know, and join a harem. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've been to Dubai a couple times. It's um, they have the I think was there only two hotels that are like six star hotels like that in the world, and they have one of them. And in, you can't even go inside the lobby anymore unless you're actually staying in the um, uh, the hotel. Mm-hmm. It's that nice. But That's yeah, what I'm talking about. That's where I want to go. That's where I want to be. But I wouldn't move there unless I found a harem. Well, I mean, so being being part of a harem, mm-hmm. what is that? What would that entail? Is that like? Well, see, I want to be wife number thirty-two. All right, so okay. see you, yeah. Maybe maybe thirty-eight. You know, maybe twenty-six, but not what the first five wives. They do too much work. Like, you know, what I mean? they, do? they take care of the the king. Yeah, but uh, you don't think there's gonna be a rotation? Yeah, but by the time they get to number 38, he'll he forgot. He'd have bought me some house somewhere. He don't even remember he married me. So what do you expect for, for just being there? Because he's not going to let you leave. I don't need to leave. I just want a house. Oh, just a house in Dubai to live? Yes. So you wouldn't leave there as long as you had basically your sugar daddy. <laughs> Are we back on the street? Nobody told you to pay attention, Vinny. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that, like, you're saying that you would live in Dubai if you yes. had a Yes. That you would not have to give the sugar. Bring his dreams to reality. Yeah, so you got to find a sugar daddy that doesn't want any sugar. Well, that seems like a boring life. So much better than, than paying the mortgage. Is it? No. Is it? You know, I agree, Vinny. I'm still here in America working hard, building my businesses. Half the stuff I say, I'm just giving you a hard time. So our listeners, don't take this the wrong way. I'm not going to join a harem. I'm going to be here to help the people with the podcast, video cast, the books, the talks, the shows, everything in America. Oh, look at that. I just asked the question about 32. She said, why 32? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think enjoying the, enjoying the moment, enjoying the days, it just, instead of actually being, I guess, a subject to another person, that'd be tough. Like, I don't even know, like, we were talking about that the, the other day about like in, um, like in Afghanistan and those communities right there where mm-hmm. you're, you're more of an object than you are a person. That would be, imagine, like, not knowing that there's what else is out there but you grew up in that kind of environment that'd be a a tough way to live i mean but everything okay everything comes down to perspective right for instance i had um, a friend of mine who had moved here from saudi arabia yeah and she was like talking about how in saudi arabia where she was the women weren't allowed to work and so I asked her, what did you do all day? So she's like, oh, you know, we couldn't go to work. All we had to do, all we could do was watch TV all day. And I'm like, okay, work is overrated. <laughs> so that would get boring after a while, watching TV all day long. Like, what would you watch? Like, okay, you watch Breaking Bad, all the episodes. You may watch some Game of Thrones, all that kind of stuff. You can do something. But once you have all these series, we can watch, like, Maury Povich. No. Okay, but... Prices Right? I don't know if they have Prices Right. I don't know what they have. I mean, like, oh my gosh. Imagine watching, like, Maury Povich or one of those shows 
every single day or what's the one where it's like you are the father huh i love maury what's the one that always tells you you are the father maury povich are you serious you like watching that i love maury povich you know my friend no more Benny. we're not related no more <laughs> you, you get really excited you get really excited when they're like okay all right so we got we got four different people here who's the daddy Who's the daddy? Who got the blood test in? And the person goes, all right, so-and-so over here. The other person's like, I knew it. Oh, my. Like, that gets you going, huh? No, but let me just say this, okay, because I have to come back to my professional business consultant, entrepreneur aspect role or whatever. But I like Maury Povich. I don't like Jerry Springer. I don't like those kind of shows. But the reason I like Maury is not because of the drama. It's because I love to be a human lie detector. I love to be able to watch and see who's lying. I, I just That's interesting to me. And then the reasons they give for being able to prove, you know, that he's the father. They have all these reasons and justifications and only to come to find out it's not true. It's the same thing. Like I love the ID channel. That's the channel that my television on. If it's on, if it's on, it's not ID in, in investigation dis- discovery. You know, with all the um, not not the ID channel, Benny. It's on there all the time. Okay, but is is it's the who done it aspect of it because I love turning the show at the beginning of the show right when they find the body watching all the people, and, I, and I'm like, oh, he's the killer. That's the killer right there. And I'm almost always right. You know what? I think, I think you have a, a real estate mindset where you need to find out, it's not who the killer is, but who the next home buyer is for this property. Yes, but I have to have some home buyers who are on the stage so I could see. Well, that's why you go out there. You talk to as many people as possible. You gotta ask Val. She's, she's constantly dissecting these people and finding out who's telling the truth. Who really does need help? Who doesn't even know they need help? Mm-hmm. It's it's a smorgasbord of opportunities. I'm gonna try that though. Okay, do y'all have you know like in police officers they have ride-alongs? Do y'all have ride-alongs in real estate? Yeah, you want to do ride-along? I want to do a ride. I want to do a ride-along in Long Beach, <laughs> not in San Diego. We probably put some together. Put something together. I'm gonna go on a ride-along. You know, see what's happening. Do some prospecting. See who really needs help. What, what celebrities do you do you know up there? Maybe we can talk to them and see if we can kind of get in that circle and kind of mingle it. We can tell them the charm a little bit and kind of see how can we earn your business? Getting into celebrities is easy. People do that all the time. All you got to do is go down Melrose, go to Hollywood. Everybody's always hanging out, trying to be seen. It's celebrities always say, oh, well, TMZ is always following me. TMZ caught me at the most awkward time. Do you know? Do you know what TMZ stands for? Hmm. Do you? No. Take a guess. Uh, too much Zoom. No, give me another one because I like the way you think. Uh, time, money, zap. 30 mile zone. Oh, is it? Yeah. TMZ only covers a 30-mile zone. So the people who say they don't want TMZ to cover them all are around this same 30-mile zone. Wow. So how, But how do you friend these people? How do you threaten them? No, no, friend them. Oh, my gosh, you're angry. No, I mean, no. like you said you had some, like, some friends of celebrities. Like, how, what was the process of you getting a relationship, building a relationship with some of these people? Well, there wasn't a, a process... For the last five years, I worked for a television network. That was how all of this started, working with the network. A lot of the celebrities came in, whether they were for events, red carpets, appearances, projects, movies, television shows, whatever it was. And being that I was the director of marketing and working with a lot of these people putting on these events, I just got to know a lot of them. So so then you started hanging out with them? And yeah, them? some of them. Not all of them, but some of them. So who, who's, can you, can you throw out, can you name drop who your closest celebrity friend is? No. Can you introduce me to that person? Yes. And then what you going to do with him? I'm going I'm to try to win him over. And they're going to say, wow, you know what? I wish Sharifa would have introduced me so much longer. You are such a nice person. You have this charisma about you that I really want to get to know you more. And so what are you going to, you're going to, they're going to be your newest home buyer? Hey, you know what? 
if they want to buy, maybe they want to sell. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they just want me in their circle of people. I think you should be in their circle of people. You're a celebrity yourself. I mean, look at you. I mean, just look at you, Vinny. <laughs> so we're going to be Googling you on the internet. Vinny was in real estate after being in Afghanistan, then being here, then in real estate. Now you can watch him every day on Fox. <laughs> you know what's crazy? It, it, it's, it's so funny how, how, uh, how technology is and how easy it is you can find like past history of people. Mm-hmm. Like, their names like that. <clears throat> oh my gosh, man. Did I ever say that? In, uh, when I was living in Czech Republic? No, you, you told me about the peanut butter and vodka, which I'll never forget. Yeah, so Czech Republic, it has, <laughs> to be real, uh, Czech Republic has a very, had a, had a, I don't know if it still does, had a very big um, uh, a pornographic scene out there. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was very big. It was very big out there because it was cheap labor for uh, filming in general. Oh, wow. And so I, I actually knew people that were, so you were porn stars, which you're about to tell us. We're about to go into your porn. Well, no, no. I, there, there was, there was people that were like, "Oh yeah, man, these people are are giving you free opportunities to, uh, to be part of their their films and that kind of stuff." And uh, I was like, "Dude, man, that stuff catches back to you, man. You gotta be mm-hmm. careful." And I, so, I've never Googled them, but I'm curious if if those people ever venture that direction. So what you're saying is, when you were on camera, you didn't show your face. You know what? I'm a classy gentleman. I would never, never. You would never tell. I would, I would never. I am a classy gentleman. How dare you, Sharifa? How dare you? I was just saying, you just seem very familiar with this. I think you, oh, you mentioned porn for at least three or four times in the last hour. No, well, you started with this whole stripper thing about the idea that strippers. All I see was Cardi B. I mentioned Cardi B. Now, this is my fault. Yeah, you talking about oh Cardi B was a stripper and she used her her sex appeal to transition it and I was like oh it's you know you're well Sharifa's her mind just wandering going down this path I guess I'll appease her. <laughs> okay, okay, we gonna we gonna, we gonna go ahead and take that, baby. We gonna go ahead and take that. But look, let me scroll through the comments and see who that was. That was Crystal. I don't even know Crystal. Crystal's a fit friend of yours, but where's Crystal? <laughs> Crystal was like she's a stripper. All right, we'll throw, we'll throw out Crystal then. And Crystal is the one that, uh, I don't know about her history of, of what she gets into. But, hey. I don't know, but we're going to have to get Crystal on the show. Maybe, maybe there's something in her past that she want to talk about. You know what I mean? We're going to review it. Uh, so on, on, a, on a more, I guess. Um, Professional? I guess that's the word we're going to be using. Professional. <laughs> now. Uh, what do you have planned for, for the rest of this week and next week? Let's see, this is everything, you know what? I'm gonna answer that question, but I can tell you this right now. Before I was like, oh, I want to get busy. I want to get clients. I want to, you know, make more money. I want to do all these things. Now that I'm busy, it's like all I really want to do sometimes is just rest. It's always so much going on, the different shows, the different interviews, different clients, everything is good. So I have a lot coming up, a lot of great interviews coming up. Some people, I'm interviewing on Monday, I think I have Three interviews on Monday. Three interviews on Monday. I think I do the most work all day on Monday. I'm booked. But one of the people that I'm interesting interviewing that I'm very interested in speaking with is a gentleman who owns the largest African American owned furniture store in America. Oh wow! What's it called? Um, He. I had it. Let me see. I forgot. (laughs) But I'm talking about it on Monday live. So it's at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're going to be on, it's Bo Concepts, I believe, Bo Concepts, B-O-C-O-N-C-E-P-T-S, I believe, and his name is Terrace, Terrace Daniels, and so I'm going to be speaking to him on Monday, and because I love stories like that, not just the fact that he has, or he says he has, because I'm going to find out about it, the largest African-American owned furniture store, but just to have a furniture store, just to have a store, just to have a brick and mortar store, I mean, a lot of the people that I speak with, they're just internet-based. You know, they have a business, they have a website, but not a lot of them are brick and mortar. So I think that's very interesting. I think that's someone who will be able to give us the tangibles, give us the, you know, how, how long did it take? So this is one of my interviews on Monday. I'm interviewing a podcast host on Monday. Then again, I have Ask Sharifa podcast. It's 
lot going on, but I get to relax this weekend, Mother's Day weekend. So happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I'm going to spend Monday, Mother's Day with my mother, my family. What do you have coming up, Benny? Well, thank you for bringing that up about my, my mother. She won't be here in, in San Diego with me, so she's going to be gone. So I don't get to enjoy my time, just like you're going to enjoy your time with mother. I don't get to enjoy my, my time with my mother this Sunday. So thanks for rubbing that in, Chief. I appreciate it. I didn't know. I, 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 I didn't know, Vinny. I'm sorry. No, I'm joking. I, I had dinner with her last night. I'll, I'll, I'll hang out with her when she gets back in town. I love her every day, so it's fine. Happy Mother's Day, Tammy. <laughs> That's Tammy. You should meet Tammy. You're a realtor. You re Tammy is fireball approved. She, what she does is she helps to verify rental listings so that people don't think that they're scammers. So some scammers create ads. Oh, wow. And so she verifies the ads. And she works with a lot of realtors and real estate agents. So I definitely think you should meet Tammy Sorrento. Oh, that'd be cool. She I, just I, said, I, when you said fireball approved, I was thinking that she was taking fireball shots. See, I'm trying to be professional and keep, you know what, Benny? No, she's a fireball. This lady is like a firecracker. She's a redhead and she's like a man tried to scam her when she was trying to buy this vacation rental, her and her uh, grandkids and her family on a holiday vacation. Yeah. And she was like, well, this sounds too good to be true. So she researched it, found it out it was a scam. But instead of just, you know, saying, oh, walk away and be mad, she created an entire business helping people figure out if listings are valid or they're scams. But she, awesome. she works with a lot of realtors. I definitely think you should check her out. All right, I'll take a look at Fireballcruise.com. So, uh, and then I have, doing something with Maribel tomorrow. Mm -hmm. We're doing a, a breakfast thing. And then doing a lot of cold calling on Saturday. You cold call on Saturday because people are home? Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, I'm doing a, I'm going to a circus party Saturday what night. Is, what is a circus party? You dress up as a circus thing, whatever, person. No, I've never heard of that. No, I know. I didn't hear about it either. It's someone's, someone's birthday thing. So I'm doing that on Saturday night. Is it in San Diego? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to dress up as a circus character. Um, what are you going to be? I think I was going to be a, a, a muscle person. One of those muscle people that wear like the little like the, the leotard or whatever it is. So that's the Val point. says porn. That's, that's what Val said. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> I think we lost it somewhere on this show. Like this is not our normal show. Like every other word is porn. Okay. I don't know. I'm sorry. I think it's the holidays. Okay. I'm sorry. Let me focus. Let me pay attention. And then, um, I'm doing, uh, what is it, saddle, or what is it, the boarding thing where you're on the, the board and you kind of, I'm doing that on. Uh, when you're sitting down or standing, standing up? up? Standing up. I've never heard of that. I don't know, but I'm doing that Saturday afternoon. I'm doing, I mean, Sunday afternoon. I've never heard of standing up. Oh, yeah. So I do basketball in the morning and then we'll be doing some more work next week and have some uh, listing appointments. So what are you going to do on Mother's Day since your mother left you? My, I, I think I might possibly hang out with my sister and her kids. One of my uh -huh. sisters and their kids. Because, um, you know I mean? I'm all about women empowerment, and I want to make sure that women out there... And, it sounds like it, right after you finish filming the porn. But <laughs> <laughs> women can get empowered and born, too? You don't think so? I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to judge, because the next, I'll be on the tabloids judging people, and I'll have everybody picketing outside and rioting, because I talked about people and women, you know. You know what? I think, of, I believe in equality, Sharifa. Whatever, whatever you say and don't believe about, I believe in equality. Women can do just as good as men, if not better. I agree. So on that note... <laughs> <laughs> You know what, this review, I was just trying to tell you about my problems. It's six o'clock, it's time to go. Vinny then gave me a headache, I think, today. But it was fun, it was interesting, as always. I just, you know, I'm ready for, for next week, for next weekly review with Vinny and Sharifa. Until then, thank you, everyone. Thank you, Vinny. Thank you, everyone. Val, Tammy, um, what was my new friend? I just made Crystal. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, Crystal. Thank you, Crystal. Crystal probably even left us, because um, we put her on the spot. Please, 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 please 
go download Road to Growth. We have to help my cousin Benny get to 1,000 downloads and he's gotten this far. He's only 12 away. So let's get him some more downloads. Ask your friends, pass the words to go check out Road to Growth. And if you want to download an episode, go download my episode on Road to Growth. Look for the one with Sharifa Hardy. Bye, guys. Thank you, Val. Everyone have a wonderful day. Happy Mother's Day.